Okay, hello, welcome to the Music Desk podcast. This is the first episode. Uh, today we've got a very special guest, um, the lead singer from Newcastle rock band Fallen Mafia, Hannah Neal. Thanks, thanks for joining us. Um, so what we're going to be talking about today, we've got plenty of subjects to talk about, including the band's history, the writing processes, inspirations, favourite songs that they've made, all that stuff. So let's begin with the basics. Um, what what is what what does Fallen Mafia do? At the minute, not a lot, <laughs> but um, I mean, what we did quite a lot last year through the lockdown. We managed to get a video out, but it's mostly kind of we, we like to say hard rock because there's not really a specific sort of genre. Okay, lovely. Um, so the next thing is like. So I want to kind of dig deep into this. Um, so who mostly writes all the songs? Is it like, uh, is it like a combined thing, or is it mostly one person or the other? Is it? So... Uh, it's, it's combined now. It used to be a case of like more one person, but it's it's mostly combined now. Like even recently, I haven't been doing all of the lyrics. Whereas all right. It used to be me doing all of the lyrics. Um, it's it's very much combined now, but it never used to be. So, like, how how do you come up with like specific like riffs and stuff like that? Do you do you like listen to other things to get inspiration, or do you just try and start from scratch? Yeah, I, th- I think it's probably inspiration because obviously, like, we're all into very different music. That's the thing. So there's a lot of different elements to everything now, but yeah. So I think everyone's got their own ideas of things and then come together, then just give it a go, really. All right. So and, and another big question is, do you do, this, do, you do, the, do you do the song first or do you write the lyrics first or is it a mix of both at the same time? I think sometimes I might have like some words in my head that I think, oh, that might sound quite good or someone else might have some words that think that might sound quite good, but most of the time it's the music first. All right. Um, so, like, what in was there any inspir what what kind of inspiration did you have for some for some of the songs that you'd have you've you've written? Uh, mostly it's been mental health stuff, like all right, anxiety, depression, all of that, um, losing people in your life, that kind of thing. So it's been from pain, a lot of it. That seems like a pretty good subject to write about now in the, in this kind of in these kind of times as well. So yeah. it's pretty relevant. Um, so out of all the songs on the Awaken album, which one would you say is your favourite? Oh, I've got two. It's either Lights to Dance or Nymph. All right then. So those two. Okay then. So we've got. So what what was the insp- so what was your inspiration for Nymph? Because I know that that one was a pretty important one, wasn't it? Yeah, that that was around mental health as well. It was um my best friend from primary school committed suicide. All and right. Her name was Melissa, and in like folklore, like it translated as like a wood nymph. All right. So that's why the the song sort of was called Nymph. All right. Well, I reckon that would be a perfect opportunity to quickly put that song on. So this is Nymph from Fallen Mafia. We will 
that was Nymph by Fallen Mafia. Um, so that was just the song that we were previously talking about. Um, so you, we've talked about the inspiration. Um, what else can I say about it? It's just overall a really good song. Um, so who were your favourite bands growing up and did they influence you in any way to to start doing music? Uh, like, oh, when I was little, it was the likes of Black Sabbath, Metallica, Dio. So yeah, all of those things. And I was never a singer to start off with. I was the guitarist. Right. It was only because Chris out the band, he needed a singer for his band to fill in for a gig. And I, I just jumped in and I ended up being a singer. <laughs> so what so was the band that Chris was in what Fallen Mafia is now? Is that what it kind of came no, from? No, it, it, it was his band before then, from when he All was right. like 16-year-old. It was called My Portrait Secret. Um, and it was just that they didn't have a singer to play a gig one night and, All and right. songs, so it was a case of, well, yeah, why not? <laughs> now, so, now, somewhere in my room, I do have a My Portrait Secret CD. Now, I cannot remember, but did you do the singing on that? On that yeah. CD? Yeah. Yeah, they were called, you, you would definitely have that one. That would be me singing on it. Yeah. And I was probably about 17 at the time, and it was dreadful. <laughs> so, pretty much, My Portrait Secrets turned into Fallen Mafia along the line. Yeah, well, everyone knew everyone, so just kind of, it was a, a, yeah. bit of a question. So, who who were the original members of the band, you and Chris included? Oh, just those two, the original. Seeing that Fallen Mafia, I was never the original singer for Fallen Mafia. Um, there was two other singers before I came back and joined the band. That was 10, 11 years ago now. But originally, out of everyone, it, it is me and Chris that. So, now that you've got Duncan as the bassist, that brings up because it was Jack before. Was there anybody before Jack who played the bass as well? I wait. There was Lee. There was a guy called Andy. Um, we went through a lot of band members, basically. <laughs> I remember Andy did the bass on the on the original "How the Story Ends" um, CD. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So is is there a reason why the bass why he left? Uh, I think it was just different interests and music All and right. stuff like that. He, he was in another band, so same like the singers, uh, they were in other bands as well. So just different interests. All right. So do you prefer record? Do you prefer being in the studio and recording, or do you prefer playing live? That, that's playing that. live, one hundred percent playing live. I hate recording. What 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 makes what? Why do you dislike recording? What is there? Is there something about like the studio and being pressured to get it right, or is it just? Yeah, it, it's a it's a lot of like pressure to get it right, but it's also the fact that you stand there and everyone's watching you through like this bit of glass. Oh yeah. <laughs> So it's just really awkward. Um, whereas live, I could swish my hair about and cover everything. It's, so it's fine. To do. <laughs> it, it gives you something more to do. Is what yeah. you're saying? I Rather think, than everyone watching you. I think as well, <laughs> just playing live for me, 
watching news. I think it's just, it's a lot noisier as well, so it kind of increases your energy and adrenaline. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the, the adrenaline thing. You don't get much adrenaline from singing into a microphone in a recording studio. But when you hear the finished sort of product, it's different then. Yeah. Mostly live, always live. So what what do you think the best Fall of Mafia gig has been for you? Because I know the album launch was quite a big one for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was really good. Um... I mean, it was the one of the best ones I could think of has been Stone Death, which is now Stone Dead. But it was half 11 in the morning, something like that. And just I wasn't expecting that many people to like actually be like show of, up. Yeah. And I just I remember turning around and thinking, holy hell. And it was just loads of people. Like, I think it was. Was it like a 4,000 capacity or something like that? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But like, I wasn't expect. I was maybe expecting 100 on that morning. Uh-huh. Considering we were the first band around, but it was absolutely class. But then again, we've had loads of gigs where it's been absolutely rammed in a pub, and that's been really good as well. Oh, yeah. Um. So I believe that all the footage for the video for Breathe, that was all from Stone Deaf, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So, actually, there's a question that I had about that. You know the footage at the very start when there's the car going across? You know, like like this vintage car? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, it, was, it was one of these, mate. So did it, wasn't it? Yeah. All right. I wondered, like, was that... Did you, did you mate? Because I was like, how did they make that I know, that it was... Um... A guy called Warren Speed that in Jamie, what's Jamie's surname? Yeah, they did the video. Um, All right. Really, really good. Apart from, funny enough again, I ran across in my pyjamas, then I had to run back. I've got to think about pyjamas and being videoed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, So... What was what is your usual favorite song to like perform when you're doing it when you're live? What's what's your favorite song to do? I uh, see. Uh, I really like, like I said, "Life's a Dance" and "Nymph." They're me too, because obviously belting it out. But obviously, we do "Quiet Little Sister" as a cover. I love singing that as well oh, live yeah. because it kind of goes soft and then like heavy. It, it's just. I don't know, it could be one gig to the next where I think, oh, I'm really loving this, and then the next gig I love something else. Yeah. So for the album launch, what was your favourite song then? Because if you love different songs for different performances, what would you say your favourite one was for the album launch? I think it was Awaken for the album launch because obviously the name of the album. Oh, yeah. Which brings you on to my next question. Why did you decide to name the album Awaken and create that song? Right, Awaken, the song, it's about, um, I'm not sure if you've heard it before, but 12-step programme for like Alcoholics Anonymous, like, All right. like drug abuse and things like that. And it's how it doesn't work for some people, but it works for other people, like the 12-step programme. Ah. So that's what that song was about. And then because that was the first song that kind of, it had like 
packed a punch for us with um, the album after it, sort of thing. All right. So let's talk about the new single, Stars. How how did how did that one come about? Uh, another story again with that. Uh, I wrote the the verses. Um, Aidis wrote the choruses, and what it was was someone I'm friends with was in a car crash, and she was fine, but her boyfriend died. Ah. So it was kind of about stars at night and. All of that that came with it. A lot of mental health and all right. came with it. And I was just imagining, sort of, because I knew the guy, like, how I felt personally about it, even though I didn't know him that well. Yeah. So, how how did the studio process go for that one, given that you recorded it in in COVID? How, how did the... How, how was the studio? Was it any different? No, it was absolutely fine. Um, where, where we normally record songs and that it's it's quite spacious and that and but i think it was over a weekend that we recorded it wasn't it yeah over a weekend um absolutely no different to normal apart from washing your hands that little bit more often yeah did did you have to like wipe down the equipment when you finished like the equipment that the studio issues not really because Obviously, everything gets done in like parts like drums and bass and everything. All so right. Everyone just looked after their own things. It was really just my my stuff. Yeah. Which I used the the studios mics and everything. So it's just a case of just be careful. Yeah. So this is the main question. So how the story ends. That that one's probably one of your most well known songs, and it's been out for absolutely years. What? Yeah, about like nine year now, I think maybe even ten. <laughs> so, cause that one, that one, so it's probably one of your most well-known songs. So, how how did you write that one? That's a funny one as well. Also about mental health. Um, basically, it's something. Well, I, I had to go to. Uh, the doctors years and years ago. Yeah. And people used to think it was called this is how the story ends, but it's not. It's is this and it's a question mark. Like more of like a motivational thing. Yeah. So that started oh I think we were in Blumen Heaton somewhere rehearsing at the time. But I used to have a a song like acoustically that I did that had similar sort of things, but it was also a mix of that and sounds a little bit like a schedule song we all know and love. All right. But it was a little bit of a mix of that, and then everything that I'd been through at the time, and it I don't know what happened. It just came out straight away within one practice. All right. It was it was a really easy one to write actually. So it was an easy one to write. Did you know that it would become one of the most well-known Fallen Mafia songs? No, no, not at the time. Definitely so, not. So, so for you then, it was basically just that this is just another song. I write a song, play a song, sing a song. Ah. so what? So the main question: Why did you remake it for the uh, how for the not how the story ends album and um, the Awaken album? Well, with that, we added um, obviously new members and things like that, but we had piano in on 
the choruses and things like that. Oh, yeah. And different effects. And we went back to the original way that we played it, where it was longer. Where I was singing, like, the chorus. All right. And the verse. Like, everyone else singing the chorus. I was singing the verse, sorry. Over the last part. So it was, like, more drawn out kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So but it was just stop and start. But originally, because we did the video, we had to do it in a certain amount of time. So we had to cut it short. So it, it has been done quite a lot. So <laughs> it was because of new members you added more effects. But did could you see any, like, room for improvement that you put into the new one? Was there, like, stuff that you saw in the first version that was like, we could improve that in another version? Yeah, probably the, oh, you've got it thinking now because the first version was because we did it in EP, Leather Lipstick Cigarettes, like years and years ago, which the first version was on. And then we did How the Story Ends EP and then the album. So it's been done three times. So it's one of those songs like I think just leave it at that now it's done. Don't want to improve it anymore. All right. Because <laughs> that's what it says on the official YouTube audio. It just says in brackets, final version. No, oh, I'll have to have a look at that because it, it's been done like three times. Maybe it's even more than that. I'm not even sure. If if you do see room for improvement in that one, would you do it live where it's not being, pre, where it's not being like pre-recorded to go everywhere? Yeah, probably live. Just try some different live. Hmm. So that now that we've talked about how the story ends, I think that'd be a perfect opportunity to have a listen to it.
That was How the Story Ends by Fallen Mafia. Thank you very much for listening to that. Um, so, we're just going back a bit here, but um, the the band was first called My Portrait Secrets. What 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 made you want to change the name? <clears throat> oh no, that was a different band. Um, <clears throat> all right. My Portrait Secret was the first sort of band that me and Chris were in, and then it Fallen Mafia was called Mafia to start with. All and right. And then I left, and then there was two other singers. And then I came back and joined again, and that's when it became sort of Fallen Mafia. So what, what made you add the Fallen onto the Mafia part? I have actually no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> All right. Um, so I think that's everything on my list. So thank you very much for listening to the first episode of the music desk my name's been mike legan thank you very much for listening we'll see you in the next episode